Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Yeah. Welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. With uh, your co host, Stephen Jackson. Um, I'm delighted today to be joined by the. I did some research here, uh, Paco, the winner of the PWCS St. Louis Invitational of 2018. Wow, that's a while <laughs> um, ago. <laughs> my, yeah, a Michael Elgin trainee. Um, Paco, so how's it going, Paco, over there? Good. Is it all right? Yeah, no, I'm doing good here. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, too. Awesome. Oh, no, you're welcome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. You know, it's just. Uh, Making sure that, as we said just before we started recording, everyone's safe, everyone's, you know, staying well, making sure that I don't go too stir-crazy in lockdown. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. It, that's easier said than done. But <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those strange things that we're having to deal with at the moment. But, you know, yeah. we're still producing the podcasts and getting to, you know, do the interviews. And, you know, this evening I'm looking forward to having a, having a chat about your time in Ring of Honor and some of the things what you got up to when you're in the company so um if the first question i have for you um paco is when we were actually first introduced to ring of honor either as a fan or when you were actually uh, when you know as an active wrestler when was it you first became you know um ring of honor came on your radar well it actually it started like very early on so like i was trained by michael elgin who at the time was uh really having his big rung in the company he was champion at the time and uh we had started training under him so he managed to actually get us on a pre-show one time before a show here in collinsville and that pre-show match was actually like my second or third match ever had oh, wow with yeah so which is it was it was mind blowing uh, just because I know how hard people work to even get that point. Like some work their whole careers to get that point, and it was here. Yeah. I'm having my second show match, so you could, I was nervous <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. But um, you know that's kind of just how it started, and then um, I had that it went well, and then any chance we got, like because we we're still so young and new, so obviously we knew we weren't going to get like a full time contract out of it or anything like that. But yeah. you know, it was just getting introduced to the the locker room and seeing the vibe, like seeing how guys like hold themselves as professionals. There was huge to me because you know you had guys in there like at the time like. You know, Jay Lethal, ACH, Kyle Riley, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Matt Taven. There's so many guys in there. And then, you know, they would do the New Japan shows, too. So you got to yeah. see that end of it, which is really cool. So it was about just taking in as much trying to hop in the car with Elgin. Anytime he got to, like, go to a show locally, like, Elgin would even, you know, tell Ring of Honor, hey, don't book me a flight because, you know, I'm going to ride with my kids, which is super cool on his oh, part, too, cool. because... Yeah, so because driving those long hours aren't fun, but that really helped us, and we would just try to get like any pre-show matches we could here or there. Yeah, um, my first ever interview was with your trainer Michael Elgin. Oh, really? And, yeah, he he was uh, as part of our um, 
sort of partners at Broken But Glorious um, who are hosts for the podcast and he was a great interview guy you know great interview great guy oh, massive fan of his work <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I mean it was such a privilege to be able to to talk to him and to be able to learn about him and his career so in terms of like actually being trained by Elgin how did that actually originally come about was there sort of like an advertisement or what, what actually led into that yeah so it was actually uh i saw it randomly pop up on twitter or something i don't know if he retweeted or someone retweeted but i saw that but uh i actually had started training before that uh like about a year earlier with actually mustafa ali back in, oh, yeah. up from and up from chicago because that's where i'm originally wow. from in chicago so uh my freshman year in college like that kind of started towards like the last month i had in school so for that last whole month i would i'd drive four hours to chicago train with ali (laughs) train for three hours then drive back here to be in uh class tuesday morning uh but i did that like kind of just because i was like okay it's only for a month like that's i could do that and then it was summertime and i was going back home so that kind of uh worked out perfectly but then when i came back to school that's kind of where the issue ran in because like it was my second year classes had picked up and it's just, I was, I was broke college student basically. Like I didn't have money <laughs> to like my parents kind of helped me a little bit with going back and forth. I had the gas money to keep doing that every week, yeah. every Monday, plus the fee on top of it. But Holly was really cool. Like he tried helping me as much as he could like to try to get to that point, but it just got to the point where it's just like, I kind of like, you know, I'm paying all this money to go to school right now. Yeah. I can't like just half ass it basically. But then maybe about a, six months later or so i saw elgin school opening up which was literally about 30 minutes away from where i was going to school at the time so it was like perfect like i emailed him messaged him right away got it signed up for his classes and then um that's when it was just me and uh danny adams not dan dad now but he was known as dan adams at the time but me and him were the only two uh of elgin's trainings at the time which was awesome because you know we really got his full attention with that like we didn't have 10 or 12 other people in the class and it was helpful that you know i had a little bit of experience so it was mainly just kind of getting dan to where i was and then elgin just basically just kind of laid the format after that yeah that's that's Oh, sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, and then, like, the training sessions were just very, it's just so good, just because his knowledge, like you were saying, like, it's just beyond, it's just amazing, all the knowledge he has in wrestling, and it was good to be able to just focus on, like, kind of just math psychology and then putting together all these different things, and he's so good at, like, just coming up with things just on the spot. It's, it blows my mind still to this day how he's able to do that. <laughs> He's, he's amazing you know and um it's interesting that you actually mentioned uh danny adams because one of my your as you mentioned your first match which appeared as you mentioned was your second ever wrestling match or third mm-hmm. wrestling match against danny adams yeah uh, in collinsville what was it like wrestling danny and uh, you know especially after you trained what was that like Oh, it's great. I'll wrestle him seven days a week, twice on Sunday, as much as she <laughs> that it is. But it's it's just it's so it's just so easy. I just cause it's we both trust each other basically and we know yeah. like what each other's thinking and like we're not like obviously at the time like with that match we we're both like freaking out, like, Oh my gosh, like we gotta make a good impression here. But now if we were to do that match we'd be 
nice and chill like just because we're so much we're so comfortable in the ring with it and we have such good chemistry yeah. he knows what i'm thinking and vice versa and it's just everything always just flows so smoothly with us like i think i mean even in our like matches that we felt weren't good it was still it's because we're just being like hard critics on ourselves like even in those bad matches it still felt like so many things went right in it yeah yeah um you know and it's um it's always good i think as well when you know, wrestlers who train together, you can definitely see when wrestlers who train together are wrestlers who have faced each other, you know, several times just are able to read one another, you know, so well. Exactly. And that chemistry, you know, sometimes it comes instantly with someone like I've had matches like for the first time with someone where it's just like, wow, that felt great. And then there is other times it might have been like, like the first match would have been and but then that second match was like okay this was better and like it's because with there was a couple other guys too that came and trained with us like mike outlaw who's from around here too and then uh kevin lee davidson yeah uh, yeah so those guys those guys too i feel like the same chemistry i have with both those guys that i do with danny like not just because you know we train together but just because like it's 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 hard to explain almost that wrestling connection that's there you know yeah it's just a kind of one of those things where it just it just naturally flows, you know. You're yeah. able to just uh-huh. go out there and have fun. Yeah, exactly. And those are I've had my funnest matches with all three of those guys. Honestly, like yeah. we've been a match where me and Kev, like we still talk about this day where it's just I, like we we even know we were wrestling each other until two minutes before, and then it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, like this is cannot go good. And we came back, we're like, oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> Did um when you actually did have that match um which was sort of your second introduction into wrestling was and in Ring of Honor like did it feel as you just mentioned earlier on did it feel daunting but like in terms of the actual arena itself and the you know stage and everything did it feel daunting seeing that many people out watching you after being quite you know young in your career. Yeah, it definitely was, especially going out in any crowd for the first time. Like, it's just like your heart's beating out of your stomach there. Yeah. But then it's kind of once you get into the ring and you do like your first move or whatever, you kind of just start flowing with it and you kind of even forget. And uh, thankfully for the crowd, like uh, Collinsville is like in a area where from St. Louis. So like a lot of the guys, like kind of not people really knew who we were, but we, at least like them hearing from all oh, St. Louis, Missouri or Illinois, they kind of were yeah. a little more invested in it. Uh, so they definitely, the crowd got more behind it than I was expecting. And that helped make it so much more fun because I'm sure if I would have went out there and heard crickets, I might've just quit wrestling right after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that wouldn't have happened. And as we said, being, uh, being, trained, by, being trained by Elgin things. Uh, Elgin would have disowned us if, if we <laughs> went out there and just shit the bed. I don't know if I was winner, but... <laughs> it's free reign, whatever, you know. Um, but no, but, you know, from seeing some of your work later on in your career and, and seeing some of your matches in Ring of Honor, you know, I definitely wouldn't have thought that. And, just before we get on to the on to the next part of your career, two weeks after you had this initial match in Ring of Honor, as you mentioned, Michael, your trainer Elgin, actually won the Ring of Honor World Championship mm-hmm. uh, from Adam Cole, the first live pay-per-view best in the world. Were you in attendance for that victory or did yes. you watch it? Nope, I was there. Yep, I was there. Oh, wow. First, uh, yeah, so that was really cool. Just I remember I had never seen such a, like... Uh, I guess pay-per-view put together that like that wasn't WWE like that because that was such a huge event like you said it was like the first like live like the, what was it their first like what was so it was the first live pay-per-view from a pay-per-view okay. 
provider. So okay, it yeah, wasn't the it was. it's the gun I use, yeah. Okay, yeah. I knew there was it was something for the first time. So yeah, just seeing that and then yeah, it was it was awesome. I like didn't I, I was hoping it was win. I didn't expect it. Like I didn't know like at the time who was gonna win or that. So it was not a nice surprise for me to see when he did win because just the emotion in there and you could see like just how he was so happy because he had like you know obviously worked his ass off to get that point. And then it was nice because yeah. his wife came in after and then like I'm sure she was even involved in the match and the whole match itself was great. I mean there was even yeah. I, I remember I was even counting along with the ref like one two like oh god so it was. <laughs> enjoyable for me to watch but then it was just so awesome to see him like share that like moment with his wife with the whole streamers coming down and just the genuine happiness and then it was it was an awesome moment definitely to be there and something i won't forget wow that's um i, I didn't actually i saw it on on tape because i didn't get to see it live you living here in the uk and things but um it's always cool when you get to see something like that firsthand you know and experience a big win and you know it must have felt really special as well being a, a trainee of a world of a you know world champion as well that must have felt really you yeah, know, it good. Was, yeah it was really cool like i remember even like after the whole paper was done like we were helping tearing it out and i, I was just, it was just like it, I, I felt like I was almost like on the high with him, honestly. It was yeah. just so cool. I was so happy for him at the time. Yeah, um, and it was a great match. It was a phenomenal match, phenomenal main event. Yeah. Um, so when you did return to Ring of Honor in, in a wrestling capacity, it was in January 2015, um, and this time you were tan, tan, tagging with Danny Adams, and you were taking on uh, Brandon Espinosa and Kurt Stallion. I and remember that this one. What was that like? What was that, that like? That was an awesome one, too. Because, again, yeah. like I said, we just hopped in the car with uh, Elgin at the time. So uh, all these shows we'd go to, we had no idea if we were going to get booked or not. Again, Elgin would try to get us there as early as he could so we could at least like help set up and show face and everything. Uh, I do. I remember us like not finding out we were going to wrestle, I want to say, like about 30 minutes before the pre-show oh, actually started. Wow. Yeah, so it was a short time because I remember us – excuse me putting together like the whole match and like getting ready at the same time like trying to like figure it out and obviously we want it to be good uh, just because it's like you know we don't want to like do bad in this so we're like kind of like <laughs> almost trying to rush it at the time and it, yeah. like, you know we're still pretty young like I, me kurt and danny all really young espinoza uh was the vet at, at, like in there so like he's like we're all for just trying to like make sure we get our stuff in but at the same time that it's good and it kind of makes sense and i don't remember like what exactly happened but i just remember like we getting in there and there was like one move that me and stanley did on the apron where he came running towards me and i just gave him a boot and he ate that like on the apron like no and it got the like it like it was dirty it got the crowd into it and after that it was just a, like so much fun after because that one move got it, it into it i remember he came back he like yeah that sucked but i'm glad i did because it it, it put the it got the crowd into it and it was such a fun all of us afterward like hell yeah it was it was a good match i like i don't yeah. remember specifics but i remember that one specific thing just because it like even me i like i had that like reaction like oh shit like i think i killed him there <laughs> um it must have been fun as well tagging with with danny and having a tag match because i mean um, oh, yeah you know being opponents and then as you said that chemistry between the two of you to then go out there as partners you know and um, as i mentioned some of these questions later on are about that partnership but that time initially was it was it extra fun as well being able to go out there and just be partners rather than opponents 
Oh yeah, it was great. It was because again that chemistry that we had as opponents was the same as when we were tag team. Like anytime putting tag team moves together or anything like that, we were able to kind of finish what the other one was thinking there. And yeah, we did tag for a while there, but it was a lot of fun because like it was like I remember when we were putting it together, the idea like we were like just like we're like we already have to have like a gimmick tag team or something. Like there has to be something. And you know we tried couple different things by the time we were like let's just be ourselves honestly and just go out there and we started coming out to uh chance the rapper no problem at one point for a little <laughs> bit so like it, it was it was a fun time tagging with them yeah um and it must have been fun as well sort of um for elgin seeing two of his students go out there as tag partners and you know take it take it i'm sorry taking on two um, wrestlers and Kurt Stallion as well has gone on to become a massive star in, in oh, Evolve yeah. you know he's really gone on to you know really make a name for himself on the independent scene and I mean I read that he did train briefly with, with Kurt or he was one of Elgin's trainees and yeah. did that feel was it good training with him was it enjoyable oh, it, was, it was great because Kurt is has more passion for pro wrestling than anybody I know honestly and that that passion is contagious. It'll be like being around him. Like he literally dropped everything from Texas and moved to St. Louis just to train with wow. Elgin. Like, uh, so, I mean, that just shows you how much he wants this. And, you know, working with him is great because he, his mind is very similar to Elgin's in wrestling ways. Like they, just yeah. have, like just the stuff they could come up with and like, he he's he pushes me when I'm in the ring. Like he pushes yeah. me like no other. He'll piss me off while doing it sometimes. <laughs> but like there's times I've been in the ring where I'm like, oh my god, I want to just clobber you. But I've had some of my best <laughs> matches with him, and he's not afraid to like hurt hurt your feelings at all. Like if he'll watch my matches and he'll come back and be like, what the fuck were you doing with that? And like. <laughs> He's the, uh, the biggest critic, but it makes me a better wrestler, and that's why I love him for that because he's not yeah. afraid. He gives me the truth, and that's what I need. And me and him, we have traveled up and down, like all over the place. Like one time, me, him, and KLD went to New York. Uh, that was probably one of my funnest road trips. But like when he was living close around here, he, it was fun because like he was always traveling and if there was any time like you know we like you needed someone to ride with or he needed a ride it was great because we had each other right there yeah um and you know it's great hearing stories of you on the road and that relationship as trainees as well as opponents i always find those really interesting you know stories and experiences um so yeah so you then returned back to ring of honor in april of 2015 and you took on kurt and brandon again but this time it was in uh minnesota um can you remember that one and if that was an enjoyable experience as well yeah i do i do kind of remember that one i'm trying to trying to picture that one i do remember it being good again i don't remember it being like something where it's just like yeah like we had the best pre-show match in the world <laughs> or anything like that but no it was still good i mean it was all just all anything that we had with there even if it wasn't like the best match or anything it was all great because it was just absorbing all this knowledge and learning and yeah. it, like always after those uh matches like there was always someone that was watching like you know whether it be like kevin kelly at the time that i remember he came oh, wow. us, like, yeah giving us a little interview or even uh, um 
the some of the stars maybe it was like kind of just watch it real fast and be like yeah that looked really good like kyle riley too he uh lives in st louis um so he would actually come train with us like sometimes oh, just cool. get like yeah. cardio work in. So it's nice having him there because I'd be like, how can you watch this match? I and mean, he'd watch it, no questions asked, give you a great critique. He, I love training with him too. That's kind of something else. But uh, other than that, other than that, like that Minnesota one's kind of dropped like kind of me a little bit. <laughs> remember specifics a little bit. I get hit in the head a lot. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's no, it's fine. I mean, you know, I, I have no idea that you had interaction with Kyle O'Reilly and at that point as well him and Bobby oh, yeah. Fish were yeah it was more kind of dragon unbelievable oh yeah that they were a great tag team then still are but it was nice because Kyle uh he lived in the St. Louis area so like there would be random times like in the summer or something like I'd hit him over he'd me up be like hey let's go just do like a quick cardio workout or something because there's a ring where like kind of the guys in St. Louis kind of can go train in a little bit yeah and uh, we'd go there, no air conditioning whatsoever. We'd be there in like 90, 95 degree heat, and but we'd just go in there and just kill ourselves with cardio. But it was great because it was, it was cardio, but then it was like it was using wrestling, like and just kind of learning yeah. different. He's such a, a good um, technical wrestler, and learning different things from him. I still try to remember when I'm in matches, like to this day, and the cardio I still take from him, and I'll still keep, try to kill myself with. <laughs> yeah kyle riding sorry kyle riley cardio is uh yeah definitely one of those so uh, yeah he can go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so then from then from there you took up they took part in a really fun six-man tag in collinsville uh which featured um brandon uh brandon everett sorry mike uh, Seidel, Everett Connors, Jake Durden, Kevin Lee Davidson, who just mentioned, and mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Espinosa. Um, was that another fun experience being in a six man yeah. tag this time? I yeah. Did, yes. Yeah. Because that one was, I'm pretty sure every guy, every guy you mentioned on there, even Seidel was like from the St. Louis area. Like, had, yeah. We had all been on shows together before, you know, been around each other. So it was very easy to put apart because we all knew who each other were and we were able to kind of put together this fun six man tag that and it was good because then we were more, all of us were known in the around this yeah. area so obviously you know when they saw it was all of us the crowd was instantly like excited to see us and happy so that made it so much more fun yeah it was just a fun match to be able to work with those guys on that like stage level too yeah um i mean mike seidel is the younger brother of matt seidel mm-hmm. um i mean did you have any sort of interaction at that point because matt i believe was had come back to ring of honor and he was wrestling in new japan as well yeah, um, not at that one. Like I hadn't see, seen him uh, at shows and everything before, but uh, I didn't really have like an actual like actual interaction with him until one time I rode with him to AAW up in Chicago. Oh yeah, from there it was me, him, and Kurt. So that was actually a fun car ride, like just the three <laughs> of us. Like so, that was a really fun one that we had. Uh, he's an awesome dude, like too, because uh, you know he. I remember he watched my match that night and gave me nice little critiques and everything. His brother too, Mike, is an awesome dude. I had a singles match with him back in a company that I don't even think's around, but it was such a fun match. And again, it was like that chemistry, like that. It just yeah. came together, like we put together this match, and not even thinking twice about it, thinking it will be like this. Awesome. I'm not going to say it was an awesome, awesome match, but it was like a really fun match. And I came back into the back. I was like, wow, that was like so much fun. So easy to work with such a professional. Both of them are such professionals. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, and, you know, Mike Seidel now uh, wrestles over in uh, Japan, doesn't he? Um, mm-hmm. I just can't remember which um, promotion it is off the top of my head, which he wrestles for predominantly. Is it, D- is it DDT? I'm trying to think which one. Maybe DDT. I think so. I want to see it right now positive, though. Yeah. Um, I do follow him on I do follow him on Twitter. I just can't remember off the top of my head which promotion it is. Um, so then throughout 2015, uh, Elgin, in, Elgin students, including yourself, you were in the company quite quite a bit. Was Elgin's aim at that point to try and get you signed to Ring of Honor, as you mentioned earlier? Was it just to kind of gain the experience and kind uh, of see how it goes? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm sure he would have loved for all of us to get signed there. But at the time, I do think it was more to just, like, get us experience, get us, like, you know, around all these great legends, like, you know, the ones I was naming off earlier, and just yeah. really learn how to be, you know, a professional wrestler and what it takes to be in a company like that. And kind of, it's good because we could see kind of just how, like, things maybe worked or, like worked out back there and just being around all that, you know, really just helping out with the ring, even meeting some of the, like, you know, the Ring of Honor crew guys uh, at the time, but who are now like the bigger stars, like Cheeseburger, such an awesome dude to be around. Always, yeah, just, just always so welcoming. Anytime I ran out, was around him. Same with like Will Ferreira, um, a couple of those other guys that were around the, the Romantic Touch. He was an awesome guy to be around too. Yeah. So, all those guys, like when we were around, you know, while we were like, while they were actually with the company and we would only be seeing them from show to show, anytime we saw them, they, they didn't treat us just like, you know, like that we weren't like one of the boys or anything that we're always be like, yeah, come like, you know, help out with this or, you know, just giving their advice in and out this and that. So it was just all around such an awesome experience. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those guys are all excellent wrestlers in their own right. They're all really cool, <laughs> cool dudes, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's great to see where they've come. I mean, like Cheeseburger, I remember when he debuted back in 2013 with Charlie Hoss, and then you look at him when he's going out of the Tokyo Dome and the Liger, and it's just, they love him. They love him. It's amazing. It's awesome to see the success he's had. It really is. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so it it actually leads into a good question here. So um, you actually faced off against the romantic touch. Now, I've... I'm not sure. Was this a three-way match or was it a tag match um, I, in which um, you took part in against the Romantic Touch in Honor? I believe it was just a tag team match, I want to say. Yeah. I believe, yeah, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think it must have been. Mean, yeah, I believe it was maybe me and Danny versus him. Yeah. And, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Kenny... <laughs> Is it Kenny? I forget his name. I it was Kenny. So I read online it was Kenny somebody, but it, it was just because I, I was doing research. It looked like it had mm-hmm. been a three-way, but then I saw contrasting reports of it being a tag match as well. So I just wanted yeah, to no, clarify which of it was. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a tag match. I can't remember his last name. Kenny something that's making me mad. I can't remember it. <laughs> was that a fun match though, being in there yeah. with Danny, but also facing the romantic touch? Yeah, it's fun. Is is uh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just a quick little three, four minute match at the time. So it was kind of more just kind of, you know, do this, do that and kind of get out. But it's mm-hmm. still, like any match I had at Ring of Honor, I would always take as like it was the main event or anything like that. Just because yeah. you know, it was such a great opportunity anytime you got to be in that spotlight. So even if it was just four minutes, I was going to make sure it's a great four minutes. Yeah. And um, speaking of sort of like main events, 
probably the biggest, just just before that particular match, but probably the biggest match you took part in was when you appeared on uh, Ring of Honor TV against the the Kingdom of Matt Taven and Mike Bennett at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, how did it feel facing those two guys, who again were just at peak at that point? That was awesome because that again it was uh, it was unexpected. I remember. Uh, I was, I'm pretty sure they had a show here in Collinsville the night before, and uh, I wasn't gonna go to the next one because I had already a different booking. But then uh, Elgin, uh, Elgin came up to me, he's just like, you know, I even though this is just a squash match, this is you know, a big opportunity to be going against the like you know, the kingdom at the time. I'm pretty sure they did the IDB, IWGP tag team champions too at yes. the time, yes, they were, um, yeah. So obviously I wanted to do that instead. And I went, um, that was such an awesome experience because I, again, I was a little nervous at the time because, you know, they, like you said, they were rising with the fame at the time. And then you know, they had Maria with her, uh, with them at the time too. And I used to be a big fan of hers when I was a kid too. So it's yeah. like, I was, had a little mark out moment there. It's like, Oh, this kind of cool. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and while it was supposed to be just them completely just beating the shit out of me and Danny, they made sure to that we got our stuff in. Like I remember, like Taven and both of them being like, you know, they were like, "We could do this here," but then you hear you guys can have this moment to get it. You know, uh, they'd be like, "What are you guys' moves?" Like here, we can work this into there. They were so cool. like they could have easily have just been in there. We're gonna do this to you, this to you, this to you, this to you. That's the match, and I yeah. still would have been okay. But um, <laughs> no, they they, uh, they were really cool, and it was it was a. I'm not gonna say it was like a competitive match or anything but you definitely like we got we had our quick little moments we had our like tag team comeback we got to get in there real fast and then obviously that's when they killed us after that but it was still fun because you like it's because they had such a like they were tag team champions for such a great company they could have easily just came in there and just you know just had an off day just hit us around a couple times and called it quits but (laughs) the fact that they really wanted us to try to get in some stuff just shows their character that you know they were trying to help us out there and you know they came back it was great advice to you know like even though we didn't get that much stuff they were like you guys did like did this right did awesome there like you know the fire here this and that so it was a great learning experience it was awesome yeah absolutely and it was a match which you know i wanted to probably the first match i saw you and Danny take part in because it was on you know the the main show of a ring of honor show and it was really fun to see those mm-hmm. guys at that point on such a tear you know because they very much like yourself and danny had come in you know the young guys and had gradually worked up and you know they were gaining the experience gaining the knowledge and you know it's always great to see when I, it's nice to hear that it wasn't just a case of as you said the whole sort of squash thing of yeah we're gonna you know decimate you. you're not gonna get any offense in exactly. because you know at least they're unselfish and that they want you to learn want you to have time to be able to get an opportunity to, you know, get to that level. So yeah. no, that's really cool. Yeah, no, it yeah. was an awesome experience. And I, I, I remember when I, after I got done with that match, I was, I had like, this was walking on cloud nine. Like I was like, that was so cool. And such a cool moment <laughs> that I'll never forget. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's such a, such a cool, you know, cool tag team as well. You know, the kingdom was so, so oh, great. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in terms of like main, this kind of feeds back into the previous show, which sorry, the following show which took part in. But in terms of big stars and in terms of like main events, the main event of the show you were part of with Danny against the Romantic Touch and Kenny, who we can't not Kenny Omega, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega uh, was that a three way cool. between. <laughs> it would have been. 
um, a freeway between fellow trainee Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and AJ Styles. I mean, can you remember seeing that match? Were you there to see that match up front and like how that was? And, and did you actually meet AJ? For yeah, uh, I have met him only like once or twice. It wasn't too much of an interaction. It was just kind of a quick little introduction. But mm-hmm. he was a real cool dude. But that that was you said that was the main event of that the, the tag team match with the match with Danny Adams and the Romantic Touch with okay. with Kenny. From what I've read, I can't. I I for some reason I want to say Elgin may have had us leave early. Uh, all right, us uh, as, as a car group because, like, most of the time, because we did drive, so sometimes yeah. if Elgin got done early, we try to get a little head start on the drive, yeah. There. So, we may have because I that sounds like a match that I would definitely have remembered and I definitely would have watched if I was there. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I want to say we might have left him. Where, 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 where was it at? Like, it was in, oh, did I make a note of this? I seem to remember. I shall get up my Google Drive as I should have made up of that one, Paco, when I was doing my research. So this ordinarily doesn't happen. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it, if, it, if I hear if it, it was in like, you know, Michigan or yeah. something, I'm like, oh, yeah, def- yeah, we definitely would have left early then. I don't believe it was Michigan, but I believe it was one of the Hopkins, Minnesota. Yeah, with it being that far, yeah. If yeah. Elgin was on, like, Whenever he was up, we probably would have left right after to yeah. get a little heads heads up on the drive yeah. home, just because that's about an eight hour, nine hour drive from us, yeah. probably. Wow, um, I'm kind of sad. I missed that though. <laughs> it, it is available on ROH. It is available on ROH World if you want to sign up. The Honor Club. Yeah, straight match. I have seen that match. It's phenomenal. Um, so then this leads into your final match in Ring of Honor which was uh, you and Danny Adams once again, uh, who then were known as the Alpha Class, um, taking on the Pretty Boy Killers, who were Shane Taylor of Shane Taylor Productions today, and uh, Keith Lee, who is now an NXT superstar. Um, was that a really fun match to be part of? Um, that was, too. That was a really fun match. because I remember, uh, again, because any time the matches were in Collinsville was awesome. Because we got to have like some of our own friends and family too there to see us, uh, yeah. So, uh, but I remember going into them, and so I remember they gave us agents even for these matches, and that was the first oh, time, wow. yeah, they had ever done that. And Christopher Daniels was oh. the age, kind of agent for our match, so that w- I was really excited about that because I'm like, wow, he's gonna like be talking to us beforehand, kind of giving us advice here, watching the match after, giving us critiques there. So I was really excited about that. Uh, I had never met Shane Taylor or Keith Lee up to that point. But when I saw how big they were, I'm like, oh, damn, this is, I'm going to get, I, I already knew I was going to get thrown. But like, I'm like, that's my job. I was used to it to that point. So I'm like, oh, that's all this. I'm like, I basically told him, like, you can toss me around any which way you want. Uh, but the match itself was a lot of fun. Like, I was a little nervous into it just because, like, they were so much bigger than us. And me and Danny were, like, a lot smaller compared to them. So it's just like, yeah. I'm hoping we can have, like, we can still make it work. Oh, and we did. And it was uh, such a fun match. I remember the crowd loved uh, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. I mean, like, Keith Lee is such a people's person that they drew to him immediately and i i was more nervous for it because i remember christopher daniels wanted us to be the heels 
And we weren't used to that around, especially kind of around here as a tag team, because usually we were the face and we thought, you know, we would get more of a reaction to being face. Obviously, we're not going to argue with Christopher Daniels. So if you said we're (laughs) heels, we're going to be heels. Uh, But that was the only thing I was kind of nervous for. And, but when they Keith Lee and Shane Taylor started doing their tag teams, they had such awesome tag teams, and they were so easy to take and so safe with everything. The crowd like got so behind them, were booming. They, they could have cared less about me and Danny. They that, it, but it was a lot of fun, good competitive match that we both had. Can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if my yeah. mic went out, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Keith uh, Keith Lee did a big old dive onto us about killed me and Danny like tr- yeah. trying to like just stand there or anything Chris <laughs> we got we got back we got to the back Christopher Daniels thought it was awesome it was a, a really fun match I mean obviously they went on to like I'm pretty sure get contracts from both of them like for Ring of Honor so yeah. that was awesome for them but yeah it was a really fun match that we had I remember I still have that match I'm pretty sure like on my YouTube file somewhere oh cool yeah. um yeah I mean Shane Taylor's gone on to become, you know, the Ring of Honor World TV champion with Shane mm-hmm. Taylor promotions. And uh, Keith Lee obviously went and, you know, dominated yeah. Evolve and has become NXT royalty in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's a, he's a great star in the company. Um, yeah, Keith is a good and, guy too. Like I used to like be on uh, quite a few shows with him because he used to do AW a lot too. And oh yeah, um, yeah. So he's always such a good guy. Like anytime I see him, it's always easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, so you were saying just then about that was the first match to have an agent assigned to it, and that was Christopher Christopher Daniels. So the previous matches you took place in then in the company were they kind of not led by an agent or anyone sort of in the yeah. company? Yeah, I mean, it, like it, I mean, obviously, uh, like someone had to tell us, you know, yeah, it'll be you guys versus you, whoever. But yeah, they didn't really like kind of monitor it. Like it was kind of just letting us kind of do our own thing. Like if there was something specific that they did want us to do, they would let us know, but they never really kind of dictated it. And neither did like Christopher Daniels. Like when we had the match, he was kind of more there to making sure just kind of, you know, just giving his input where he thought maybe yeah. something should be this way instead of that way. But for the most part, like he just let us kind of do our thing. Uh, I guess if there was an agent at the time, it was Elgin to make sure we weren't going to do anything stupid basically out there. Uh, <laughs> like uh, anytime we had the match, he, like he would like ask us, you know, like you got it, and maybe like have us have him tell it to us real fast, and then he'd be like, you know, do this, that, there, this, that, there, whatever. But uh, for the most part, it was nice because they did get like you know while I was kind of nervous, like like trying to put together like a match for that for that space at the time, like I was nervous. Like now I can help do that like it's nothing but yeah uh it's it was it was good experience because it just taught me different things and taught me to just kind of get out of my comfort zone a little bit like not to just stick with like my basics basically yeah definitely um and as we said the whole this sort of sadly leads to the end so far of your ring of honor tenure um yeah and that learning experience there from the sounds of it and all the experiences of phenomenal and i mean in terms of Ring of Honor now, have you any plans to return to Ring of Honor, or have you ever? I mean, yeah, I would love to. That? At this point, I mean, yeah, I would love to go back there. I mean, at this point, I'll wrestle anywhere. I just, I want to get back in the ring so bad. Yeah, I want this whole pandemic to be over. But yeah, I would love to go back to Ring of Honor and see, like, if there's anything that could come of that. Um, I'm always open. I definitely. 
I need to try to like just get out there a little more and like kind of put myself out there a little more to get more exposure from them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. That is definitely something I would love to do. I at this point, I would love to just try working anywhere, really. Yeah, um, and from seeing your work and things, you know, you are fantastic, and you can definitely see the influence of Elgin, who again is a you know trained you and is an incredible talent and. You know, it would be great to see you back in the company and especially now with so many guys. I mean, I don't know, do you follow Ring of Honor quite uh, regularly or kind of is it a bit of a dip in and out? Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to say I follow like any specific company like like where I'm fully reading about obviously yeah. you know you can't scroll through through Twitter without seeing something about Ring of Honor, Impact or WWE yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, because um, at the moment there's some great guys you know, like, oh, yeah, um, definitely. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll ask you the honest, the question, is there anyone in Ring of Honor who you would love to face now in the company from what you've seen? I, I mean, I've always wanted to face Jay Lethal. Yeah. And I'm at, but yeah, this like, he would be one of the top ones there. Anyone really from that whole roster. Like I, like, I, I don't ha- I don't pay attention to it too much to where I could probably name someone specific to where like ooh, yeah I definitely want to wa- like have a match with him but you know I'll, like from the clips I see and everything that Ring of Honor it looks like they're doing awesome with amazing talent too. Yeah, um, and just before the final question, um, Carrie Silkin is often seen. I call him the sort of king of honor after he'd been in the company for so long and what he'd meant mm-hmm. to the company. Did you have any interaction with uh, Carrie? And he's the famous mm-hmm. man as well who passes Elk in the belt. I have no, I don't like if again, if I did have any reaction interaction with him, it was a quick little hello. I do remember seeing him a lot all the time. Yeah. Like, he was at every show. Like I know who he was obviously, but it, uh, not too much interaction. And even if he did, like even if I was by Elgin, when he was talking to him, he was talking to Elgin and not me. Probably didn't even see yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. Um, it's just always nice to hear if anyone has a mate. Cause he's such a nice from, you know, seeing several people, such a nice guy and he's got such a, yeah you know, mind for the business and things. It's always cool if someone's got a cool carousel in store. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the final question uh, before we wrap up is, out of the matches I've mentioned and the experiences, what would you say was the favourite match or the favourite city you've wrestled in as part of the Ring of Honor roster? Out uh, uh, of just Ring of Honor? Yeah, just Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah just, just Ring of Honor. series of matches. Ooh, that's a good, well, probably my favourite one would definitely be the one with the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite match. Yeah, City wise, I do. I mean, obviously, I love wrestling in Chicago. If, but that's, if I'm not gonna not gonna go with just the bias answer, I, Tennessee was a really fun one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. They're always an awesome crowd because they just want good wrestling, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that yeah. was always a fun one to go because they went on just like like the um, state fairgrounds and it was a good big arena that they always had. So it felt, it felt like a really good professional show and the crowd always showed up there. So I didn't have to go to Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Two, two great cities there. And um, that match, like I said, with the kingdom's awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, so just to, sorry, just to wrap up um, in terms of social media and um, Paco, where can people find you and follow you and see your work? Yeah, definitely on Twitter and Instagram would be the best place to uh, see where I'm going to be at. Uh, they're both PacoX621 there. 
So I love interacting with fans. I love try. I need to tweet a little more. I had, I don't tweet that often. Well, especially now that yeah. wrestling, I haven't had any wrestling shows to tweet a little more. But I'm gonna try to tweet a little more. But that that's uh, where being uh, you know monthly. I'll be at AW up in Chicago, Glory Pro around here. Yeah. Uh, definitely check out those two companies because those are kind of the two main ones where I'll be at. But other than that, yeah. If any updates, check Twitter and Instagram. That's where I'll post them. It's great. Absolutely will do. 